October, November last year. How hard were you throwing? Like 81, 82. I think I got like 82. Went to a camp. I was like throwing as hard as I could. Like this summer and this fall, I made a pretty big jump. Um, got up to 90 this fall. Got those offers and got committed. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode on the Athletic Podcast Baseball Development Show. We have uh, Charlie Hendricks as our guest today. For you guys who don't know, son of Greg Hendricks, senior right-handed pitcher and infielder at St. Pius High School here in Atlanta. Uh, Charlie, welcome to it. This is the first official podcast. Yeah, you've yeah done, first right? time being on. Yeah, yeah. So Charlie spent a lot of time, you know, in the building with us, but first time we're actually getting him on a show. So. You know, you guys will get to know a little bit of the um, the man behind the myth, I guess, as they say. Get to get to hear all his well-spoken words. Um, you know, but just tell them a little bit about yourself, man. I know I introduced you already, but, you know, kind of tell them a little bit about, you know, your, your growing up here in Atlanta and playing baseball and some of the most recent news that you've gone through. Um, I'll let you spill the secrets. I won't tell everybody, but just kind of go through – you know, where you've been the last three or four years, man. Put put yourself mm-hmm. on the map right here to the to the audience. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So, you know, like Dave said, you know, Charlie Hendricks, I go to St. Pius, um, committed to Georgetown right now. Um, so I guess the past, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, played at Murphy Candler for a few years when I was younger, then played at Buckhead Baseball um, after that. And then, you know, played travel ball, played at ITP. ATL Lightning, um, went to six four three. After that, was there for a few years, and you know finished up with Pro Stock. They were the ones who really, really got me recruited, helped with the commitment to Georgetown um, this fall. So you know that was big, and it's basically um, where I've been playing since I was little. Um, in the past few years, I mean just. Past few years have been, you know, kind of up and down. I've had, I feel like, you know, freshman year I pitched for varsity some. Um, I pitched like one time for varsity, but you know, I was on the team, um, got that experience, and then sophomore year, you know, I played a decent role on the mound, but you know, I still wasn't really where I wanted to be, like velo wise or anything. And you know, same kind of last year. I mean, I, I pitched a good bit. You know, velo was getting up there, but it really wasn't where, quite where I wanted it to be at. And then. Like this summer and this fall, I made a pretty big jump. Um, got up to ninety this fall, and then you know, got that, got those offers, and got committed. Yeah, that's great, man. You know, the big commitment. You know, Georgetown. Um, for you guys that know the Georgetown pedigree, that's a big deal. I mean, I don't know if Georgetown uh, baseball is is as notorious as Georgetown basketball, but still, nonetheless, it's a it's a pretty uh, that's a pretty big commitment, man. What did they say? Is it is it a uh, Hoya, what is it? Hoya Saxa. What do they say? Um, yes, their motto is like Hoya Saxa. Hoya Saxa. Do you yeah. know what that means? Not exactly. It's, it's Latin for something. They okay. started chanting it at some sporting event um, yeah. like way back. I, don't, I, I, don't I still don't know, know what that means. You, you're the one yeah. that told me about it. I looked it up and I couldn't figure out what the heck it actually meant. But yeah. um, nonetheless, man, the, the Georgetown commitment is awesome. And like you said, you've had some ups and downs. So back up a little bit. Um, we'll go to the fall and the winter first and talk about some of the big jumps you meant or that you made. But looking back a little further, I remember about this time last year, maybe a few months prior to this, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking maybe 
October, November last year. How hard were you throwing? Like 81, 82. I think I got like 82. Yeah. I went to a camp. I was like throwing as hard as I could. Yeah. I popped an 82. Yeah. That's the hardest I'd thrown. Yeah. So, okay. And you guys take a look at Charlie. I mean, what are you, 6'1"? Yeah, 6'1", 165. 165. That's probably generous. He's probably giving himself a few pounds. But, yeah. um, a couple. You know, you're looking at a guy who has a good frame and um, – you know, you've struggled to put on some some size and some mass in the mm. past. But I remember watching you, like you said, when you were a freshman at Pius and you got some varsity innings. Because mm. I was watching some of the guys that I coached previously play on that team. And I remember you getting innings and I knew who you were because I played with your dad in the men's league. Mm. So I was like, okay, let, let's see what he's got. And I remember thinking, dang, he can throw the ball okay. You know, he's, yeah, he's 76 to 78, but you looked the part, you threw the ball pretty well. Um, and I knew that you'd have some opportunities down the road to be a pitcher. So you're talking about last fall being 80, 81, 82, going to camps, throwing as hard as you could. People telling you that's not enough. It's not enough. You're not throwing hard enough. Okay, what was next? Because you made some jumps, and those jumps started during your junior school year last year at Pius. I remember mm-hmm. you guys made a playoff run. You were a big part of that, pitching either in the – second slot or third slot I don't remember which one but pitching against some really good talent some really good hitters some really good teams like did that help propel you a little bit into what you are now and what you've become and what you've worked so hard on yeah I think so um yeah I mean getting that opportunity to pitch a lot last year um and I mean in my sophomore year I mean pitching against some really good teams then and then last year too um I think yeah it definitely played a good role um and you know helping you know i think that really helped with just like the pitchability and like the confidence and everything you know just feeling comfortable on the mound and feeling comfortable throwing my pitches you know whenever i want to and just really working on stuff like that and then with the velo i think biggest thing was getting stronger putting on weight and then after that you know just like mechanical adjustments and working on mobility a lot and then just Rowing more, getting my arm strength up. Mm-hmm. Like those were the main things. Okay. So some cliches, right? Like mm-hmm. for you throwers, it's get stronger, move better, better mobility, get the arm strength up. You need a long toss. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like, and I agree. Mm-hmm. The, the cliches and the simple, that is what it is. But all the years of working with your dad, yeah. okay, and, and kind of following in his footsteps – how did that help you prepare? Because he's done it before. He's not just a dad telling you do this because I think this is what's right to do. He's done it before and he's executed it. Mm-hmm. And I think now probably more than ever, you're starting to learn that how you execute some of these small, simple tasks, some of the cliches probably make a huge difference, right? Yeah. And and like talk a little bit about that, both, both when you were struggling to reach back for more and now that you've actually gotten it. Mm-hmm. I think that what a lot of guys seem to have trouble understanding is that when you're behind a little bit, maybe you don't throw as hard, maybe you're not as big, maybe you're not as strong, you seem to think you need a different set of things than when you already are strong enough and already do throw hard. Like the executables don't change that much. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely – I'd say I agree with that. I yeah. think – yeah, I mean it's not – what you're trying to do isn't going to be changing. It right. just sort of, I guess, your abilities are going to yeah. admit, like progress. But the 
base of what you're trying to do isn't going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned pitchability. Hmm. What does that word mean to you and your family? Um, I guess to me, I'd say just, you know, executing your pitches, being able to locate your fastball, obviously, and then, you know, throw your secondary pitches for strikes, just kind of how well you execute your pitches, I'd okay. say. Yeah. So, and it's funny cause we're, we're talking about pitching right now. Mm-hmm. He still plays infield guys. So you're still an infielder and a hitter. Um, but obviously like your Georgetown commitment was as a pitcher mm-hmm. at the next level, you're going to be a pitcher. That's what you see yourself doing the best. Your father was a pitcher. Um, he coaches pitchers now. So to me, it's no surprise that you're coming out on that end as a pitcher. Um, but what do you feel like, do you feel like still playing a position and hitting and doing all these athletic things have helped you get better as a thrower and a pitcher too? You see now guys are committing so early to being a PO, quote unquote PO at 13, 14, 15, sometimes 16. Um, you have still not officially made that jump. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Like, you, I'm sure you can tell all these guys all the things you still do that are athletic in nature and that still require you to be an athlete just playing a position help. Yeah, I think it definitely does. I mean, you sort of talked about keeping you like an athlete. I think that's the biggest thing. It keeps you athletic, keeps you moving well. I mean, they're, you know, playing middle infield. I mean, you make throws from all different kinds of arm slots, you know, throws on the run, you know, you're just moving differently than when you're just kind of stationary on the mound. And it's, you know, it brings something else into your throwing. And I think that definitely helps with, you know, helps with staying fluid and just, I mean, it helps with all aspects of pitching, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that, man. I, I think that your best athletes are your best pitchers. Your best athletes are your best catchers. Your best athletes are your best hitter. The best athletes are going to be the best at things on the field. They're the most skilled players, you know, and at the end of the day, making yourself a better athlete makes you better at whatever positions you play. So talk about that back up a little bit. You're talking about Buckhead baseball, Murphy Candler, being a young kid, I'm sure your dad was showing you all these things at a young age, probably yelling at you because you couldn't do them good enough. Talk about that stuff a little bit, man. Like, like what kind of disciplines were set early on to the point where when you did get to high school baseball, you were maybe ahead of some of the other guys? Like, talk mm-hmm. about some of that stuff. What did you do early on? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the biggest things early on, you know, my dad, I mean, the Velo Max program, I feel like I've been doing it for the past eight years, basically. I mean, my dad slowly, you know, kind of progressed with, you know, his knowledge and, you know, hit what he likes to do, what he thinks works. And, you know, I've kind of been a little testing dummy for it in a way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's clearly worked out pretty well. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I think it just it definitely helped, you know, starting off young with him kind of instilling these certain patterns that he really wanted me to work on and, you know, like master um, I think that definitely helped just, especially like it helped me to be able to make that jump from like 82 to 88, 90, because, you know, I think I had that foundation like early on and I had that foundation all throughout, you know, when I was playing, you know, youth travel ball and then into my earlier years of high school, I had that foundation. And then once I was able to put on the strength and add in like these little pieces that it kind of allowed me to unlock everything that I had underneath that had been building for the last, you know, six years. Yeah. Did you throw hard when you were younger? Ever? Um, I don't know. I feel like, I honestly don't, I, I didn't really throw, I mean, I threw like above average when I was younger. Um, 
but I didn't, it was, I was never like this like flamethrower who just kind of blew it by kids. Right. It was more, you know, just throwing strikes, putting it over the plate, stuff like that. Pitchability. Yeah. Right. So early on you were learning pitchability, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you're lucky because, um, there's a lot of really talented arms that they don't learn this stuff at a young age, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, and I can see it. Like when I first saw you play, I think you were probably 14 or 15 when I first saw you play. Um, I noticed, like I noticed, okay, like he's got some things that he's obviously learned and picked up early on, and that's mm-hmm. important. Um, fast forward again to this fall and winter, you know, like the past four to six months, um, you had a big summer. Mm-hmm. You know, the velo, when it started getting warm out towards the end of the high school season and the early summer, first couple tournaments you played in, your velo started going up, started jumping up, you know, two or three mm-hmm. clicks. Um, you were getting into the mid-80s, which naturally is going to happen. You went from being 16, 17 to now 17, 18, making that transition. Um, but then we kind of turned a corner a little bit, and we started taking the training and our programming piece a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Talk about that. Talk about, you know, I, I want to hear it from your perspective. Obviously, we know what we did for you and what we helped you with, but you took it upon yourself to really lock in and have a discipline for it. So talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit, man. Like what was important for you? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, starting off this summer, definitely like you just stay, you know, staying on track with my workouts, you know, I was working out, you know, 3 sometimes 4 days a week, usually about 3 days a week. Um this summer and then, you know, staying on top of my throwing. I mean, I was throwing basically every day. I mean, this summer I probably threw 95% of the days over the summer. Um, and just, you know, keeping that going. And then I think this summer it was more just kind of maintaining everything, you know, maintaining the foundation and maintaining the strength. And, you know, the velo just kind of ticked up from, you know, it getting warmer, just, you know, continually working on everything. And then this fall, I think, was really when I was able to really lock in in the weight room, you know, put on, so I put on probably, I put on 10 pounds in, about a month um real quick i was just really grinding in the weight room really trying to gain weight um and i feel like that that jump that kind of pushed me from being you know talking to some schools like this summer you know some d2s d3s looking at me having some interest and then getting to that point where you know i had offers from these division one schools and i think it was really that i'd say that month where i was really just really focusing on being in the weight room, getting stronger, because I shut down for about three weeks after the summer ended, um, just to kind of let my arm rest. And, you know, during that period, I was just really focused on getting stronger, you know, working on anything I was kind of lacking in. And I think it was really that period that I made the biggest jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you know, go ahead and hit the the link above to see kind of the video of us putting together programming and stuff for, for Charlie. We did that back in the fall mm-hmm. and you guys can kind of get a glimpse of how we put that together and our thought process behind it. Um, everything that you're talking about, like you, you mentioned throwing 95% of the days you have to throw to get better at throwing. Yeah. And I don't definitely. think people truly understand that. I, I think, Everybody kind of has their own idea about like, oh, recovery needs to be first. Oh, your rest time needs to be first. Guys, you got to throw to get better at throwing. And we're going to give you guys more information towards the end. We're going to talk about the Velocity Max program. You guys be sure to click the link below if you want 
more information on that or if you're ready to apply for that program. But basically, that program is how we manage the intensity, the frequency, mm -hmm. and the volume of the throwing that you have to do, like you said, every day. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't think people truly get that. And that's why you saying that, okay, it wasn't really until the fall till I was really able to take a step back and manage all those pieces. That was important for you. That was important yeah. for your development. And because of it, you made the biggest jumps. But I think it's also important to, to point out, man, that your jumps were incremental. Mm -hmm. 80 to 81, 81 to 82, 83, 82, 83 to now you're mid. Okay, sitting mid for a while. Mid, mid, mid. Okay, you pop a six. Okay, pop a seven. Okay, we're back to mid. Okay, seven again. Pop, And then all of a sudden, we put in the new regimen. We put in the strength. We put it. And now it's new stimulus for you. So even if you're, call it whatever you want, plateaued, stuck, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of different words for it, new stimulus is what's going to get you better and push you forward while still maintaining, executing what you need to execute. You know, the best part about the fall early on is, you did you play any tournaments? I know you were on the pro stock team, but you uh, maybe only pitched in one or two, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I pitched in three tournaments okay. total but early on yeah i didn't pitch for the first two tournaments right because you know i'd taken some time off and so i was i just i was focused on you know ramping back up and really getting to where i was peaking um before i was throwing in tournaments and just kind of yeah. unnecessarily yeah no and, and i think that makes sense i think you have to do that where what were we maybe six six to eight weeks in to your new strength regimen and you throwing again, like mm -hmm. when you came back from your hiatus, that's probably when you popped your first, what was it, 88 or 89, 89.5 or something. You're like, holy crap, that's a big jump. Yeah. Is that around, the, is that about, the, it's my timeline um, right there? Some, I think, so I got, I hit the 89.5 in a bullpen kind of early on. It was kind of, it was shortly after when I stopped, it was like kind of right when I was coming back to throwing, you know, okay. I had that yeah. month where I was really in the weight room a lot and I, I'd, I'd been throw I'd still been throwing some, I'd been throwing like once a week and then maybe two weeks back to ramping up throwing. I got that 89, five in a bullpen. Yeah. And then maybe a month later was when I threw in front of Wofford in Georgetown mm -hmm. and I didn't even know it, um, until like December, um, when the Georgetown pitching coach told me that I'd hit 90 that game, I, I never even realized. Um, but I said something about, you know, like what I'd topped and he, and he like overheard it. He was like, no, like you got like 90, I think it was like 90.2 that game yeah. that I came and saw you. That's awesome. That I didn't even realize until, you know, <laughs> two months after. So no, that's great, man. I mean, but that's when guys do the best, you yeah. know, that's like, you know, guys that you're in this program with Matt Davis, mm -hmm. like, their best numbers are when they're not trying to put up their best numbers. You were just yeah. trying to go out there and show something good for people. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. Um, so, all right. So here we are now. You made it through the fall. You made it through the winter. You're, you're upper 80s right now. You just threw live earlier today. Mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't see the numbers, but I think you were probably sitting mid-80s at very low intent, right? Yeah. So you're yeah. right where you need to be yeah. right now um, for this time of year. How How is that going at Pius, you know, does Harlan have you guys kind of ramping up and getting ready to go? I don't know if you guys have been inner squad and just practicing, but how do you feel about this upcoming season? Because we're talking about Georgetown commits. We're talking about getting better. We're talking about um, velo gain, strength programs and all this. But 
I think it's important to remember you've got a 2024 high school season yeah. to, to close out your high school career. This is your last mm-hmm. semester of high school. Are you ready? How do you feel? What's the team look like? Kind of without giving away all the pious secrets, like go into that a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I'm really excited about it. I think the team's going to be looking good this year. I'm definitely ramping up. I'm getting ready for it. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I guess one big, I mean, I've been throwing live. I guess I've thrown live three times at Pius now and then a fourth time here today. Okay. Um, so, you know, definitely it's, I think it's important to get in front of hitters, um, you know, have hitters in the box, you know, throw to them, you know, even if, even if you're still ramping up, you're not at a hundred percent, you're just throwing, you know, you're throwing lower intent. It's so important, you know, get comfortable with a guy in the box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm definitely ready for the season, you know, still, still ramping up some, but I'm going to be ready once these games start. Yeah. Excited for it. I mean, and you guys have a, you guys have a competitive team. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. How, How big is your senior class this year? So our senior class is small. I mean, it's just four yeah. guys. Okay. Um, but we've got, I mean, we've got me and another kid going, uh, another kid going to Lafayette. Yeah. Our first baseman, and then we've got a Barry commit, and then we've got another PO sidearm guy who's looking to play somewhere. Yeah. Um, we'll see about that. You know, he's looking at some D twos, D threes, but you know, he's he's definitely made a jump. Um, he's looking good. So senior class, it's small, but I'd say it's a still a strong class. Yeah. So relying on some of the younger guys to, yeah. to get some work done, which which is good, man. That's what you want. You want those guys to work. What's Harlan got you guys working on right now? Again, without giving away your secrets, like what are some of the themes and not necessarily what you're doing at practice and everything else, but more so like things he's telling you guys, things you're talking about. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, you guys are expected to be a playoff team and expected mm-hmm. to, to go deep into playoffs and be competitive. And, you know, you, you went up against a juggernaut offense last year when you guys got knocked around a little bit but what is what's the messages and themes that are that are going out to you guys right now um i mean they're really the same messages he's always had in the past three years um it's just been you know big focus on you know being a good teammate big focus on character i think um those are i mean he's he's definitely a great coach he's really he really focuses more on like a character aspect of it and you know doing the right things and then that creates you know the a, the kind of team you want yeah and then you know the baseball side is going to come like it's going to be you know you to an extent you have that or you don't i think a big aspect of it is creating a team that's going to play well together and so I, that's something he really focuses on i think yeah. and and i think the chemistry is great with the team you know so I think it's going to be a good year. That's nice, man. That's awesome. I, I think, um, man, I can remember so clearly back to like right before my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. you know, and I had a good, good senior year, you know, not everybody can say that, but I remember having a good senior year. Our team did not, you know, and it's, it's one of those things, man, of course, as an individual, you know, for you, you're going to play college baseball. I went to play college baseball as an individual, you're always focused on the individual stuff, right? Like, okay, I'm going to play college, committed, the hard work's done. But at the end of the day, the team that you're on, you want that team to be successful, mm-hmm. you know? So being a part of that is important. Um, you know, talking about teams, man, like going back to Velocity Max now, like you said you've basically been doing the shell of that program for the past eight to 10 years with your dad as mm-hmm. a little kid, you know, 
your dad and I got together three or four years back and really started to get serious about putting together the curriculum for it. How have you seen the culture of that change as a team? I mean, we've had similar guys that are on your level, your, mm-hmm. you know, yourself, Matt Davis, to, to speak of a few that have done it together and kind of fed off of each other. You know, yeah. you can start to see a culture building. Like, what is that doing, like, for the program? But also, what is it doing for you guys? Talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that's been really important, having that culture and having those guys to kind of feed off of, like you were saying. I mean, like Landon, Davis, Matt, you know, having like a core like that um, where we're all sort of at similar similar levels, you know, looking for the same things and just to be able to like feed off of each other and kind of push each other, you know, like see Davis pulling down 96, you know, everybody yeah. else, all right, we got to get working, right. you know, we right. got to get there too. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think that's been good. And then as the program's progressed, I mean, I think, the culture's just kind of, the culture's progressed too, and the level of player in it has progressed with the program. I mean, there's been guys who have kind of filtered out, you know, it's just not made for them. Yep. Um, and I think that's helped just, you know, filtering people out and then having this strong core and just continually progressing the kind of guy that's in the program yeah. and creating a good culture. Yeah, man, I, I like that. And I'm, I'm constantly reminded how important that is for like the next click down from you guys. So you guys mm-hmm. are juniors and seniors, like the guys you mentioned. But seeing what it's doing for like our freshman and sophomore group of guys, mm-hmm. it's unreal. You know, like those guys, you should be growing and getting better every year at that age anyway. Mm-hmm. But our guys are really getting better at that age. They're learning from you guys. They're able to, to lock in, focus, and compete with you guys, even though they're not quite to that level yet. Um and I think that trickles on down, you know, that can trickle on down to your, to your more talented 13 and 14 year olds too. And and then even below that. So having you guys, having guys that, that are almost veterans of the program, I mean, that makes your dad's job and Tyler's job way easier when they're running that program. You know, what are some of the things that you feel are the most helpful in that program and in that regimen, whether they're things that are done in each segment of the program or whether they're things that are filtered in and out, what are some of the most beneficial things for you? Um, I think, I guess one, just having all seven days of the week, you know, lined up, you know, knowing what you need to do, the intent you need to keep. Um, you know, I think we talked about, you know, throwing 95% of the time this summer, basically. And, that's definitely important, but it's also equally important for guys to understand, you know, you're not going out there every single day trying to throw, you know, a hundred percent. Right. Like, you know, you're probably throwing a hundred percent two, maybe three days a week. If that, I mean, you're a lot of the days it just, you know, you're gonna have a couple of days a week. You're just very light intent, you know, keeping the arm moving, you know, making sure your sequencing is right and just kind of building on those patterns that you want to like focus on. And then you're going to have other days it's more medium intent, and then you're going to have your high intent days, you're long tossing, or you're getting on the mound. Right. Um, so I think it's been big to have that laid out. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, the pre-throw, all of that stuff is great, whether it's you know, mobility work, which is something I think is really important, and then you know, the plyo work, band work, stuff like that. I think having all of that laid out is great. Um, and you know, that's stuff you always have access to. And then when you're in here having, you know, two coaches, um, who can just kind of like walk around and, you know, help 
help you as you're going through the pro as you're going through your daily throwing yeah. and just kind of tweak things. Um, I think that's been big. Yeah, no, that's good, man. That's all. That's all good advice. And a lot of guys say the same thing. Just literally having a script to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like when guys think for themselves and make their own routines up and stuff like that. But sometimes, man, you need it laid out for you, and it's helpful to have. You know, and that's that's what we've been able to do for guys in this program. I think that's like you said, probably the most helpful thing. Like, what would be what would be your advice for somebody maybe your age who is teetering, right? Like trying to figure out, okay, do I do a program? Do I just focus on my strength? Do I, um, do I do it velocity max? Or do I do it with somebody else? Like what would be your advice in figuring out what to choose? Like a lot of people have trouble knowing what they want. So it's hard mm-hmm. for us to help people who don't know what they want. But mm-hmm. as the kid that's in the seat right now, what would you tell people? Like, what are some of the things you'd be like, man, like you really need to think about this, whether that program helps you with it or not, this is what you need to think of. Like, what are some of those things? I think it's important for, you know, kids to figure out what it is that they really need to work on. You know, like for somebody like me, you know, if you really need to, if you have more of a foundation built and you just really need to work on velocity and, or, and getting stronger, stuff like that, or, you know, your mechanics are all jacked up. You need to focus on that more. Your mobility. I think it's important for guys to know what their weak spots are and what they, and then once you've addressed what your weak spots are, then I think you can figure out how you're going to go about doing that. You know, whether it's, you know, just you need to get stronger and you have that foundation built, you know, are you going to the gym on your own or are you coming somewhere like this where you're going to have more of a structured program or, and then, you know, on the throwing side, I think if with people who it's more of a mechanical issue, arm path, stuff like that. I think it's important. It's really important to get in with like a pitching coach. I think, you know, um, the velocity max program is great for people like that. You know, if they're, if it's the main issues, mechanics, stuff like that, I think that's going to be great for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to progress, you need to progress and you need to figure out what is the roadmap to progress. You know, you mm-hmm. see this a lot. Guys at 15, 16, pretty good. They got some They got some good skills, some good talent, and they never do anything with it because they stop progressing. Um, so I think what you said, speaking to everybody about just knowing what you want to do, knowing what you need to work on to get better, that kind of sets the map up for you. Now you just got to travel down the road, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we just want to give you guys the avenues to do that. Um, no, so that's great, man. And listen, everybody's road is different. You know, your road is different than some of the other guys. So just knowing that at different points in your career, you need different things to to develop is is super important. And that's going to be my next question for you is you are a, we said it before, 6'1", 165 pounds. You're a a senior, 18-year-old pitcher who still plays infield but is going to be a pitcher only in college. What do you need to do to keep progressing forward? What is your plan to keep progressing forward? And what do you think your ceiling is, man? What's your ceiling in this game? Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me to keep progressing, in my opinion, is just getting stronger. That's my main goal right now. Um, you know, it's difficult in season, but you can still still work on it and still try to progress some. But then, you know, come the summer, if I'm not playing as much, and especially this fall, this off se- this next off season, I think that's me my main focus. You know, putting on weight getting up to at least like 180, 185, hopefully by the time next spring rolls around for my yeah. freshman year. Yeah. Um, 
And then after, so I mean, I think that's going to be the biggest thing to help with my velo. And then after that, just working on being consistent with all of my off-speed pitches, you know, making sure I can throw them whenever I want to, you know, getting my three-pitch mix to be as good as it can be and then be as confident in all of them as yeah. I can be. And I think with my ceiling, I mean, I don't know what my ceiling is, but I think it's basically whatever, I mean, I don't think there really is one. I think it, I mean, my goal is to play pro ball. I understand, you know, that's a very high goal. And, you know, I obviously have some backup, like there's, that's, I'm not, you know, ride or die with that, yeah. you know, going to go be like 38 and trying to <laughs> play, trying to play pro ball. Um, but, you know, I think that that's the goal. And I think, you know, there isn't really a ceiling, you know, yeah. just keep pushing it and see where I can get. Yeah. I love that, man. I think, um, I agree with you. I think, you know, your ceiling is, is high, high enough to where you don't even need to look at it right now. Mm. It just keep working, keep getting better, man. Um, you know, I think you're, you're easily going to be a mid nineties arm down the road. You know, let's keep you healthy. Let's keep getting you stronger. Let's prepare you for, um, the aggressiveness and the vigors of this game as you continue to, to move into the college ranks and hopefully beyond that. Um, and I'm looking forward to helping you, man. You know, we're going to, we're going to work hard. I don't know what your summer plans are yet. You probably don't even know yet. Yeah. I know there's probably some stuff that you're trying to line up. But, um, you know, for you guys that are, um, you know, interested in getting better, getting stronger, throwing harder, um, improving your pitch ability, your three-pitch mix, all the things, right? If you guys are interested in that, if you're interested in training with Charlie this summer and the guys and the boys, um, click the link below. Uh, Velocity Max application is below. We've got over 100 people that have already applied for that program. We're only taking 25 over the summer. Um, our strength training program will be rocking and rolling all the way through the year, both remotely and in person. There is plenty of opportunity for you guys to get better, whether you're here in Atlanta with us or you're outside of the city. Um, be sure to reach out. We'll help you guys out. Um, Charlie, in the meantime, man, let's keep working. Let's keep getting better. I know you guys are, are just weeks, less than two weeks away from the start of the season, right? Yeah. Let's continue getting better, man. Let's get you guys right. And, um, you know, let's let's not look back. I don't want to look back, but I want to keep pushing forward. So um, one more thing from you, man, just a message to the viewers, just something, something that's kept you going from the Murphy Candler Buckhead baseball days all the way to now and then into college. Like, what is your thing, man? What is the one thing you would give – baseball players a step or two or three behind you that are following in your footsteps what's the thing that keeps you going and gets you up every day to do this um I think one thing for me has been you know focusing on you know my younger self like as a little kid this is something I've always wanted you know to play college baseball to play professional baseball and I think that's one thing that motivates me to just make him proud make that little the little kid you know when I was three years old who this was his dream, you know, to make that dream come true. Um, so I think that's been one big motivator for me, just and just kept me pushing, and you know, just following my dreams. You know, I mean, that's I mean, my dream is to get paid to play baseball. You know, just continue playing the game I love. So I think that's those have been the two things that have been pushing me, and just you have to love the game, and when you love it, you know you're going to do what it takes to keep playing as long as you can. I love that, man. Like I'm going to I'm going to take all that and consolidate it. Mm -hmm. Make 
your future self your hero. Like that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome advice. That's awesome advice. And I think I think uh, if I could look back at eight year old Charlie, I think you're doing that right now, man. Doing a good job. So from Atlanta, guys, athletic podcast, baseball development show. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you check out the links below. See what we've got going on. Um, you guys leave a comment below, like and subscribe. Wish Charlie good luck on his season. Charlie, let's keep working, man. Let's get All after right. it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Got it.